Feel it coming in the air Yeah And there's screams from everywhere Yeah I'm addicted to the thrill I'm ready It's a dangerous Stop. love affair Come on Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Stop. now Only thing that's on my mind Is to go on this town tonight <laughs> What's up, welcome to another Plum Lots of Sports Talk With Alex Clancy in the studio, Deborah Debris we got Cindy again. She must be bored or just, she must like us. But we, we alive. We got a lot to talk about. We do have Clancy Corner in the second segment. You'll go get down and dirty with Deborah. Uh, so good stuff, good topics coming up. We got a guest in the studio, Marte Jenkins, former NFL guy. He played for about seven, eight years. Uh, this guy actually got drafted too. <laughs> oh, he's one of those guys. Yeah, he's one of those guys. Uh-huh, they uh-huh. thought he was good. Is cheating? They thought he was good. Can I just touch so, your hand? So <laughs> I say this. Welcome to the show, Marte Jenkins. Uh, I appreciate you having me. Marte, we got a lot. We got a lot going on uh, off the field stuff. We got a bowling event we're putting together June 16th with uh, Cindy's help, um, uh, Marte's uh, wife help. Um, she thinks she's cooler than me, but she's she's a uh, She's, she she's, is. She's actually smart too. She's actually smart. Are you smarter though? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. We're picking her. <laughs> uh-huh. hey, we're gonna talk some uh, NBA, but you know, before the, I don't know if you guys watched Tiger over in uh, Dubai. Sure. It was, uh, it was interesting. It looks like, I mean, and I'm, if you can't see me out there, I'm putting up quotations. <laughs> it looks like Tiger may be back, or real close right. to being back. Yeah, being back, there. he wins. Right, right, right. But close to, he's close to back. Uh, but you know, the next time we we'll see him is uh, next week, probably in Tory Pines. And this show neck of the woods, right, Alex? Huh? Huh? Tory Pines was this past weekend. No, no, he, well, they have another one out there in California, yeah, somewhere out tr- there. Northern Trust. Oh, Northern, Northern Trust. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give a shout yeah. out to my to uh, Andy Walker, who got an exemption to play. Oh yeah, we got to uh, keep a lookout for Andy. Yeah, yeah. I'll be and, over there. Andy's a good guy. I'm not traveling to play golf unless I'm golfing. But I will be at the uh, Waste Management Phoenix Open. Um, I'm signing autographs Saturday. Tell you, I don't know if you are out there. Today. Uh, the spots got filled, and I'm on standby. Oh, you're on standby. <laughs> well, you can stand by me if you want. Because <laughs> I got a one to roam around. We can do that. Uh, but fr- yeah, Friday. And I've been invited up there because uh, the greenskeeper, the Thunderbirds, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It is crucial once you get behind that tent. All the drinks you want. I've heard. All the food you want. We are we I are tight, aren't we? Yeah, we are <laughs> tight. I'll be on your hip hop. I live right there, dude. It's easy. But it is it's good, man. I don't know what you guys and at the same time, we got the Super Bowl coming up, so we got the Super Bowl. Yeah, we, so I I will be I will be there on Saturday. Uh, later on the show we'll talk about what uh me and Marte have going on down the road in a couple of events. Um I do want to talk about the Suns. I was at the Suns games last night. Alex was there. Yep. Uh, getting his drink on, as was I. <laughs> but uh, he was there, and I cannot believe. See, when we, when we talk about basketball, when we talk about football, it always has to start with the Phoenix Suns or the Arizona Cardinals or whomever professional team is here since we're here, regardless of what team you like. But I can't believe that a professional basketball team can lose by 25 points in a game. Now, there was no Steve Nash, but Steve Nash wasn't going to make up a 25-point difference. I mean, he... 15. He might have. Heck, no. He's not... Not Steve by himself, not. but the way, the way he runs the offense is like nobody else runs any other offense in the NBA. What about the defense they're running? He's yeah. a liability well, on defense. Well, it, Phoenix Suns have always been, i got to score more than you to win. 
Like, I, I need to score more points as opposed to stop you from scoring. And the good teams in the end always win. They can run up and down the court if they want to. All you got to do is keep it close because as long as Steve Nash is on the uh, court, he's a defensive liability. Yeah. And he said, now, I'm a Steve Nash fan. Two, MB, two MVPs uh, for the league. Should have been three. Well, it should have been just one. I think it should have just been one. But it was, uh, <laughs> now, giving him three, you telling me he's just like Michael Jordan. No. Thank you. So it should have been one. They gave him two. He politicked for Dirk Nowitzki to get one, his best friend, which I would have did the same thing uh, for he's my close, friend. He's close to breaking KJ's record as far as assists. Uh, oh, yeah. He, yeah. He's, that, that KJ, and I, I think the guy is Jason Kidd, though, who's leading the lead in assists, right? Just for the record, I was uh, back in 2001, I was campaigning for you to go to the Pro Bowl. They just didn't listen to me. They was, uh, I've, been, <laughs> I've been campaigning since 94 uh, to go to the Pro Bowl. But they was, they was, uh, you it didn't know, work for me. Yeah, it don't, it don't work. you got to have the right people here involved with that. Uh, but one so, bright spot for the Suns is Martian Gortat, who should yeah. start. Uh, he should be the starting center for the All-Star game. He won't be because not enough people know about him that don't know about basketball. I'm going to give myself one shout-out. Last year, I told Ken that Martian Gortat would be an All-Star next year, and he laughed in my face. I'm laughing now, but he is an All-Star, but there's not really no, any centers. I mean, that doesn't justify him not being an All-Star or being an All-Star. If you can put up the numbers and you could. Yeah, but he's the focal point of the offense. Now. Right, and you're playing in the league that you're playing in. So if it's the West or the East, whatever, if you that guy, you that guy, and I think you should go to the All Star game. Unfortunately, I don't like the, the too much emphasis on the fans voting. <laughs> uh, they don't fans only see what they see, and they only get the highlights, and and they may look at the paper or on the internet, which is now the new news focal, um, just the stats and say, oh, this guy for the Suns. Let me go down the list because I know when we were voting for the Pro Bowl, Marte, we have a list of guys and. Guys didn't even take it serious. They say, okay, this is my friend who went to school with me. And we took it serious in the defense of Roma who went to because of the numbers they put up, not because they just the best on their team, but the numbers they put up and what they did on the field and most times what they did against us. But you deserve right. to go there when I was voting because right. I, I picked the right guys. Well, that's how it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be a popularity contest. It's supposed right. to be who put in work that year and deserved to go. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Got the talent. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's one of the things. Like if He does deserve to go. According to the stats this year in this shortened season, he's probably going, he probably could put those numbers up for three to five years mm -hmm. easily without even blinking. And so he deserved to be in the All-Star game. Um, unfortunately, he's playing with the Suns and he's playing with the – uh, they want to say it's rebuilding. I like to think what's going to happen to the head coach because if you can't give a grasp for this team, and it's been like this all year. Now, granted, they've had a shortened off season because of the uh, the lockout. So is everybody else. else. Everyone else has too, just like the NFL. Uh -huh. Now you look at the Giants in New England. We'll get into that later. You look at these guys, and it could have been. You know, we we've all had our five teams that we thought could easily be in the Super Bowl, and and uh, the Giants in New England was one of my. It's two of my five. So. Um, but you look at that, it's a shortened season. Everybody's playing on the same um, umbrella. So, uh, But the Suns is rebuilding right now. I'm sure they'll trade Steve Nash by the end of the year. I would, I would get rid of Steve Nash only because it's fair to him. Like, go get you a ring somewhere. Go to, right. Steve Rash, go, to, yeah, go to L.A. Yeah. The Lakers need a guard. But I'll be okay. But it's it's sideways. I mean, you get two years out of him, maybe. He's he's the same age as Derek Fisher. He is Derek, Derek Fisher. Uh, Steve Nash passes the ball way better than Derek Fisher. And all they got to do is give it to Kobe or the big man down low. But I think they're still trying to get uh, this guard in uh, Cleveland. Sessions, I think it is. His last name is Sessions. Ramon Sessions? Ramon Sessions. Phoenix is? Yeah. Yeah, and the Lakers are trying to get Gilbert Arenas. Because uh, Sessions' uh, time is going down because of the, uh, with uh, Irvin, Kyrie, mm -hmm. Kyrie Irvin being there. Um, but they need a guard. 
the Lakers need a guard. Steve Nash be a good fit. He get a chance to at least try to get a ring. I don't know who's the favorite in the NBA this year. Uh, Oklahoma City is them now. Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> you know what they are, but Westbrook gonna mess it up. He's an idiot. Well, you know, and hopefully he'll learn because when he scores, there's a couple games where he scored over 30 and they lost both games. They only lost, I think, three or four games this year. When he doesn't play point guard, he plays shooting guard. Then they lose. You know, let James Harden, let Kevin Durant, yeah. let Serge Ibaka, everybody get those points. And he's pass a, the ball. he's an idiot. I think he's gonna blow it. I really do. He just want to be the star. You, you have your stars on your team. I mean, look at the New England Patriots. Tom Brady is the star. We know, we know probably two or three more guys with the emergence of uh, Gronkowski. He's turned into a star. But Wes Welker. Yeah, Wes Aaron Welker. Hernandez. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's a lot of guys. Yeah. Well, now. well, we talk about Tom Brady. Yeah, and, and the stars come from, you know, what have you done for us lately? And, and, and you know, do, Not and, what did you brag about right. lately. The re- and I think stars also team first. If you put team first and you're doing everything you're supposed to do on the field, mm-hmm. all that stuff comes down the road for right. you. It comes, but you, you look at uh, Westbrook over, and he's, he want to be Durant. Well, he also got, he was also uh, trying to get a new contract, and he got one. So I think it might be different this year. He got five-year, 80 mil, and if he's, he's going to be happy. He doesn't need to prove anything. He's paid already. He need to prove he can finish games. He can. Uh, he know when to pass the ball. There's a lot of things he got to prove. Okay. He got a contract. What, he got five years for 80? Yeah. Good for him. I think you always get your money, and we'll talk about that later. I, I think I think sports in general. <laughs> I think a lot of people don't play their position. I think you know everybody <laughs> sees somebody else doing something and they want to be that person. Yeah. Of course, everybody should strive to be that superstar, but I think everyone should play their position to get there. You know. Yeah. And look at your own natural talent. Right. And how are you going to take that natural talent in your position and grow it grow, to the yeah. point that you are the guy and make it work for you? You bet. You know? But what people forget is that Russell Westbrook was the instant offense off the bench at UCLA, so he wasn't a point guard in college. Right. So. Well, he's a scorer. Yeah. He was a scorer, and now it's like it's like Stephen Curry. Like it, it's tough. To, even though he ran the point, he scored you know 28 points a game. So it's tough to, to completely move over, especially when you hit the first two or f- hit the first three. That's what he used to do for UCLA to give him points. Yeah. So I mean, it's tough, but he'll get there. He's only been in the league three years. He'll be fine. Only three years—a long time to be, no, to be a professional. Not, not not to be a starting point guard for a team. It takes a long time to learn. Well, Steve, that's, Steve, that's Steve a, Nash, Steve Nash, good for you. That's a belief. Yeah, Steve yeah, Nash, it's one that doesn't he's work. He's a professional. Yeah. He's a professional. It's like it's the thing. I don't think I personally. I, 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 let me ask you guys this: I don't think they should have a draft every year. You telling me from one year to another, I need to replace replace my quarterback. Now I've been thinking about this. I don't think you should have a draft every year. The draft <laughs> is for business purposes only. It's for uh, the draft is publicized. They go to New York. You can do you can do the draft in Alabama. You can do draft anywhere. They have these uh, camps like the East West Shrine. They have the uh, Senior Bowl. Senior Bowl, you bet. You've seen these guys play all year. Now it'll help some guys that you still got a bubble for. That's the tournament. That's the football game you went down to, Deborah, right? Exactly. And Tucson, Del Sol. Yeah. There was a lot of C list guys that may get a shot, but if I gotta watch a guy for three years and then bring him to a camp and say, see if he can play and run, then that's crazy. What, what's that for? I watched him. I've done my homework on this guy. I know he can play football. I know I want him for this scheme or that scheme. I'm not bringing him in because he's just the best guy. He's the fastest guy, unless I'm running a track, got a track team. Right. It goes back to what we talked about before. If you watch them over several years, you get to know their culture. You get to know how they operate within the team, and then you, and as well as their skills, and you choose according to that. To go into some of these other games, as well as the combine and those type of things, there's certain things that you might be able to notice that are a little different, but it's certainly not going to be the overwhelming choice of what you see at one of those events that's going to make you choose the guy. But look at the, look at Reggie Bush, look at Vince Young. 
they blew it up in college and they stunk it up in the first few years in the NFL. Not Vince Jones. Reggie probably, you expected so much from Reggie. Vince Jones didn't stink. Vince Jones came in and won 10 games. He didn't start his first few games. Yeah. When he came in, he ran off uh, eight games. The bottom Winning line to that out. whole thing, too, is you can still be great in college, but you get to the pros. It's a whole different level you, of expectations. It's a whole different level of pressure, and the disappointments can just show up. I mean, Linda White, had, exactly. yeah, Linda White, Linda White was the one. Exactly yeah. why they should have had a salary cap 20 years ago mm-hmm. in the NFL, because the lifespan of the NFL is two and a half years. How can you pay a guy $50 million and he ain't even put on a jersey and proved himself that he could worth that money. Right. And that's why you see so many veterans getting shorter in the stick because so many rookies got so much money tied up. And right. I politic for those I mean, you, we all know these guys that run down on special teams for five years. Mm-hmm. Telling me he you kept him on his team your team for five years to run down on special team, you telling me he's not helping your team win? You you can let a guy go for special teams or if you want to have a draft of year, you can go get a guy to run down. He's an intricate part of that special teams and if anything goes wrong with one of your starters and some most sometimes they are the starters but if anything go around, wrong and you need a replacement, that guy can fill in because yeah. he knows the system. I always think about role. I always think about Kasim Osgood with the Chargers. Yeah, Kasim. I they they with let guy. him go, and and their special teams went down the toilet. I wouldn't let him go because he was a good receiver too. Yeah, he was turning into a good receiver at the time, but he became a professional on that special team. Started going. He was the a Pro stud. Bowl. Pro Bowl. Every. Yeah. I mean, he was he was a stud. First guy down there, and he'd run like that at practice. So you know you. That's why. That's why I say it's all business when you can get guys. Uh, when you're having that draft and those things, because you're letting guys, you're paying guys coming out of college, fifty million, having put on even. I mean, Matthew he, Stafford doesn't have any chemistry. Uh, doesn't have any chemistry with the team he's going to. Yeah, they, but ha- he's 50 they haven't necessarily proved themselves yet. They've right. proved they can yeah. play in college, but right. good for you. And there are also yeah. there are steps too. You get yeah, there are mm-hmm. collegiate level, professional level. Right. You have to prove yourself on every level until there's nowhere up. to go, and then right. you got to see how you survive through life. Well, if you want to run it like the, I'm sorry, if you no, want to run it like the corporate world, again, you come in at a certain salary range, and then you earn your way up the ladder. Now I'm just saying the speed of the game is so overwhelming for mm-hmm. college players. That's where the bus come in mm-hmm. because on any, any given Saturday, you can be a running back and be the fastest person on the field. You get in the NFL, well, they got linebackers running just as fast as you. <laughs> <laughs> right. that way. Yeah. 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 And I hear that from my college guys all mm-hmm. the time that have moved into like training camp and stuff. And it's like, man, the game is so much faster. Oh, yeah. Kwame yeah. and I have talked about that. you yeah. got to slow it down. Yeah, yeah, even in preseason, the regular season, the postseason. Yeah. 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 It changes, yeah. It changes. That's why, you, that's why coaches, we'll take a break. That's why coaches say, you know, go ahead and practice hard, practice fast, because don't be surprised when preseason game is not like – Practice. Right. Practice and preseason is not like game time. So we'll talk a break. This is Quam Live Sports Talk. We're live in the studio. We've got a guest, Marte Jenkins, uh, Alex Clancy, coming down with the Clancy's Corners in the next segment. Also, I do want to talk about briefly a little Peyton Manning. I mean, because it's about to look, it looks ugly, but it's probably a shining light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. It might not be a train now. We'll be back in the near future. <laughs> Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Tune in to a show about making a comeback and what really goes on behind the scenes with your favorite athletes and beyond. Listen for The Comeback Radio Show with Tony Farmer. A lot of people believe what they read on the Internet, hear and see in the media, and on the news. We're going to give our guests the chance to tell the real story without the extra hype. 
It's not just sports, although that will be a focal point of the program. We'll also look at the world of celebrities, music, modeling, and more. Listen every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Sports. Ready for in-your-face sports? Want to talk about the topics that nobody else is willing to talk about? Either because they're too scared to touch them or just don't think it's the way to go. You're not going to be shy here. Tune in to Here's the Deal with Mega and Steel, featuring Ike Mega Griffin and Sydney Steel Justice. We've got the facts to back up the talk and invite you to join us every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, just before the weekend on the Voice America Sports Channel. We tell it like it is. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Welcome back to the Formula Sports Talk. We are live here in Arizona. I think we are in uh, Phoenix. I don't know. We were just in Tempe a few months ago. It was right just right down the street. So it's crazy. Um, we got Monte Jenkins in the studio, standout sports. Uh, he got a, he does a lot of good things, and we're gonna we're gonna really get into him probably on the fourth segment, which is the last segment, the shortest segment. So he, <laughs> so he won't talk uh, talk through the uh, whole thing. <laughs> we got uh, Clancy Corners coming up right now. All right, um, basketball is my favorite sport. I'm a huge huge sports fan in general, but. I was watching sports over the weekend, watching Sports Center. All I hear about is Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard being upset, wanting to be traded. I'm sick and tired of athletes making millions and millions of dollars, complaining about where they're playing. It's your, it's your job. Play, try to win, play to win, and shut your mouth. That's the way it should be. If you're making millions of dollars, you're exemplary in your sport, it doesn't matter where you play. Make your team better. Be quiet. This is what happened with the Celtics. Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce shut their mouth, played basketball, and good things happened. So don't force something. Look at Carmelo Anthony. Get me out of Denver. Get me out of Denver. They're not even going to make the playoffs right now in New York. So if you play to win, gain your paycheck, and shut your mouth, good things will happen. So you say Dwight Howard, Superman, quote-unquote, just because you wore a cape to the dunk contest doesn't make you Superman. Shaq was the first Superman. He won four rings, or three. He won four rings. So until you win, I cannot even look at you as Superman. In 2007, signed a five-year, $80 million contract. Prorated this year because of the lockout, he's making $13,458,536. Prorated from the 17.8 he was supposed to make for a full season. Let's break that down for a second. $203,917 a game, which breaks down to $4,248 a minute. And he shoots 46% from the free throw line. That makes me want to throw up. There's no way somebody should be making that much money when you can't put the ball in the basket from 15 feet with nobody in front of you. Kobe Bryant makes the most this year, prorated 20160000 leads the league in scoring. He's taking a team that's, that's learning a new offense with a new head coach that was you know, emotionally distraught over, over this Chris Paul trade that didn't go through. He's making $305,000 a game. I think he's worth every penny, though. That's just me, though, coming from L.A. Mm-hmm. But what's your famous line? Your famous line is make the money where you can, right? If they're going to pay you, you take know, it. I, I cannot give you $250 million if I'm not making $500 million. So I, I'm all for all these guys making money. But uh, as we said in the early segment, don't come out and give a rookie that much money when you got veterans on your team. There should be a cap. Mm-hmm. But if they're going to pay it to you, take your money and run. Right. 
So that's why, you know, he's not saying, no, you know, I don't shoot free throws well enough, so I'm not going to take this $205,000 a game paycheck. $205,000 game paycheck. Um, you know, it is what For it is. For two and a half hours of work. But those are the numbers in the NBA. If we talk about baseball, the numbers would be higher. Mm-hmm. If we talk about football, they're going to be lower. That's what you can pay to. That's like entertainment. This is their job, but they are there to entertain. At the end of the, if they play competitively, if they play hard, it is entertainment. You want it, then you start choosing a team. Like, I'm going to the Super Bowl. I don't care who wins. It doesn't benefit me by anything. But when I start watching and they playing hard and the game become good, I start choosing a team. I start picking all. Oh, I want the Giants to win. Uh, but I like Tom Brady. I like uh, Wes Walker. But, you know, I, I, I could care less. He makes he make that much money, can't shoot. I knew he couldn't shoot when I was paying him. I just right. knew, I just thought he was going to get better. And then what I hired him for is to play defense. To I, I hired guys for defense and I hired guys for offense. I For a long time, I didn't think they had uh, – Defensive coaches in basketball, right? but they have defensive coaches, defensive assistants, different guys that run the offense, uh, which I thought, I'm like, wow, it's just like anything else. But I've hired Dwight for defense only. Uh, well, he can score because he's probably the, one of the most biggest and dominant guys in the league. He's top three in dunks every year. But with, uh, yeah, That's seven. how he scores all his points. And I think, you know, dunks is just two points is how you do it, and that's how you get you in the dunk contest. That's all they do is who had this many dunks by this time of the season, and they put him in the dunk contest. My thing with Dwight Howard is uh, his selfishness right now is that he wants to be on a new team. Steve Nash wants to be on a new team, but we never heard one word that Steve Nash wanted to be on a new team. He wants to be on a new team, so he's messing up the chemistry of what they're doing as a team right now. I, when you say shut your mouth, I agree. Not shut your mouth and take your check and do all that. Shut your mouth and play basketball. Yeah. Right. Just play Just basketball. Play yeah. But go out there and be dominant, and somebody's going to pick you up. If you can't wait another year till you free, then shame on you. But yeah. you got a guard over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jamel Nelson. Actually, say it offended him. It kind of bothered him that he wanted to go play with uh, the point guard for Darren Williams, Darren Williams, mm-hmm. and the point guard for the New Jersey Nets. Right. He mentioned Rose. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. And Rose, mm-hmm. D Rose. Right. That would bother me too. But but I, me, I would have to go say something to him. I'm not going to just talk to the press and say, right. Yeah, it bothers me that he want to do that. Unfortunately, he feels this way. But don't mess up the team while you're here. So now, if I'm another team that want a dominant guy, I don't mm-hmm. think yeah. what's going to happen when he get upset. That's right. You're gonna think twice before bringing them over. I agree. It's to me, it's not the money. The money's not the issue. The money's the money. Can't change it. But it's you know, what are you gonna do as far as play when you're on the court? What's happening in the locker room? What's going on with your teammates? Because that's where your real obligation is. Your obligation is to show up, do your job, and and be a team member. And the selfishness. I'm I'm all for selfishness, but selfishness isn't running over somebody else to get what you need. Selfishness is taking care of yourself, which is mean doing your job which includes being a team member because when you can take care of yourself and do the things you need to do the way you ought to be doing them then you may then you're actually a better team member because you can play at your highest level yeah you know, uh, we we had guys on our team that we did we used to have camaraderie you know, we play on Sundays just talking professionally play on Sundays and then we have we have camaraderie on Thursday just to hang mm-hmm. out and more so that wasn't just to go out and drink and we cuz we went to a, a certain location every time and just hung out there and we just left and I think guys, pretty much guys went home after that. Um, but it was just to... Um, it's relationships and yeah, trust we were building and a whole lot of things. Yeah. We were building a whole lot of things. And, um, and, and you can tell that relationship when you get on the field. Right. Now, defensively, it was more defensive guys together. It wasn't even an offensive defensive uh, situation to hang out. The offense guys that came 
was the ones you can tell that's playing on the field. And they understood, like, oh, man, we we saw we three and out again. Mm-hmm. We get we just try to hold the ball longer. And they didn't have anything to do with it. It's right. more of a quarterback. And the quarterback used to hang out with us. I thought um, Jake was I thought Jake was good. I thought he was passionate about what he did because, you know, we played golf together quite a few times. And you can hear the passion, but we just don't see it on the field. Well, I see the passion, but I don't see the victories, uh, the, right. the wins and losses. Uh, and I like to see that. I, I wouldn't be a cutthroat guy either uh, by any means. Now, selfishness, yeah, as far as doing what I'm supposed to do, but I wouldn't do it to cut somebody's knees from under them or throw them under the bus. Correct. I would never be that guy. But I think Dwight Howard just needs to play basketball because if I'm the Lakers, I'm not, I don't want him to mess up my team in four or five years when he goes to the All-Star for four or five straight years and want a new contract. I, 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 the thing about it is, like, like, you know, like Adam said, you can't wait one more year. You got one year in your contract. Who you say Adam? Alex. Alex. Okay. The other eight words. <laughs> the guy of the name. I call him, we call him a lot of eight words. We call him, we call him some eight words sometimes. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's like if you have one more year left on your contract and you've already been there five years or whatever, mm-hmm. you can't play one more year. Mm-hmm. You can't wait till the end of the season to figure out this contract stuff and be a distraction to, at the beginning, in the middle, in, during the course of the year, during the course of the season. It's not necessary. I mean, right. it's like you've been there. Uh, you've been, you lived there for this this long. You you've made your, your your career there. You got your name there. Why not play one more year? Like you said, shut up and just play one more year and play Let basketball. Let me ask you guys: well, Is it his fault? Uh, because the, I think Orlando tried to bring some people in for him. Gilbert Arenas, he could still shoot after his uh, gun charges. Yeah. Um, <laughs> after he became president of the National Rifle Association. Right. And uh, what about uh, Richardson from the Suns who can, st- who can he still play? He doesn't play defense. They, yeah. they have all, they're exactly like the Suns. They have all guys that play the same position. Jason Richardson, Gilbert Arenas when he was there, Ryan Anderson, uh, J.J. Redick, they're all shooting guards. And uh, with the Suns, it's all, they're, they're all threes. They're all swing men who can't shoot. But, you know, it's it, it, Dwight Howard has shut his mouth this whole time. They were the finals, what, three years ago? And, and lost to the Lakers. Uh, was it the Lakers? You better believe it was the Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you're right. Just play one more, play one more year. <laughs> you better have been talking. You better not have been talking to me. Uh, play one more year and then go wherever you, the hell you want. Yeah, I, I yeah you're a free agent. Right. <laughs> you're yeah. not gonna get traded. You ain't got to do. Nothing. You're a free agent. I think you know? his uh, problem right. is he sees um he see. What's going on in Miami? He see that with the, the state they had in the Celtics with those guys, those four guys. He see what they tried to do in New York. that's not working out uh, because Carmelo wouldn't pass the ball. They're a point guard. Um, he see what was going on in Detroit, in uh, Chicago. Now he wants to be a part of somebody. Yeah. I would want. I personally would want to be in Orlando and solidify that spot for me. Bring me some guys in that really can play. Bring me somebody that help me out on defense, take the pressure off me, that when you down, when I'm down in the post, and he also needs to learn how to be a better passer. I think Shaq became a better passer when they started hacking shacking. When they started doing that thing, he became a better passer, opened up a whole lot of things. Now you had to play on, stay on your man. Well, and another big thing that, that gets overlooked is they traded March and Gortat. They traded his backup center, who now is going to be an all-star. Right. That was a huge trade for the Suns, and that was a horrible, why did Orlando do a trade for them? You know, they, they just got a bunch of guys they already had. Uh, I would think this would be a great year for him to show how great he is and how he would really fit into another team, the ones that he really would like to play with, by playing full out this year yeah. and proving himself so other teams are fighting over him whenever he becomes a free agent. He's already proven himself. Well, I don't understand yeah. how people always cry about contract where they want to go 
but they have a subpar season. You're supposed right. to go out there and play and prove why you should get paid. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, running back for the was it Chicago, Tennessee. Tennessee? Oh, Chris Johnson. Uh, yeah, Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson. You yeah. cried the whole time. You you hunt, you, you you know you you held out held throughout out. camp yeah. and did all this. You had one hundred yard game. Yeah. Are you kidding me? After yeah. after the past <laughs> after two years, not the negotiating skills you yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, He had two thousand yards two years ago. Right. Before that, which mm-hmm. is yeah, if you're gonna do all that and you're gonna prove a point, which because he proved the point. I don't care about my years. Pay me my money because yeah. he lost a year yeah. of NFL, his eligible, well, not eligibility, but he lost a year of accredited season. Yeah. I, I don't care about that. That's good for him. You know, I've been in the league five years. I don't care what it say. I'm a. I've been a professional for four years. I've been in the league five years. Pay me my money, but I'm coming out here to ball like I've been balling. Right. And I don't think it should even get to that point. I don't think. Well, it, but look at uh, Chicago and Matt Forte didn't get a contract and he shut his mouth and played yeah it. but look what happened yeah. he didn't get paid and now he's a liability because he got hurt they so who's right, right. is Chris guy. Johnson right or is Matt Forte right uh, it, it, I don't know it depends on which Chicago right. Bears yeah right from a business standpoint Chris Johnson is correct and Matt Forte was making 500k killing it and he gets hurt, and then now thing, he's a liability. Uh, Arian Foster did. Yeah. Arian Foster ended up getting paid. Yep, yep. But, um, Arian Foster's really good. Yeah. Arian Foster's better than Chris Johnson. Forte is good. Mm-hmm. For, what? Better than Chris Johnson. Yeah. I like to put those things. Well, that's another conversation. <laughs> that's another conversation. That, I don't know. That, that's arguably, he, he may be. If you like him like that, if you like him like that, I don't know he may be. <laughs> you got a list but, now or something? What's going <laughs> on? <laughs> no, I, I, I think uh, Matt Forte, I think Chicago will pay this guy. You have they to pay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Who you gonna bring yeah. in? They should. I mean, I, who you gonna bring in? See, that's 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 when the business side come in and um, makes sense. And, of and it makes sense of it because it's like this guy has proven himself. Yeah, he got hurt, you know, but he's proven himself to deserve that he can get this money, you know, and that he deserves a, yeah. a new contract. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I agree. It just it just I, and a, a lot of times um, those, these guys don't have any any tutelage or knowledge of how to do that because I was one of those guys. I'm like. I just laid the lead of interceptions. Then you franchise me. When you franchise somebody, you telling them, okay, you are an intricate part of our team. We're going to work out a deal. That was a nice you, franchise tag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm saying they could have franchised me the same season. I would have been happy. You know? okay, and they don't franchise you. Do I need to separate you guys? <laughs> His numbers as a receiver would have been higher than mine if he would have got franchised because receivers, receivers make more than defensive back. So he would have been in the top five, 5% of the league. So... They was doing business and it's decided to yeah, huh? franchise me, and it was less than what his would have been. But you use that, and I said, one of the things I said, it was cameras all in my face, microphone. This is my last game in Sun Devil Stadium. It was my last game, but they knew what I meant, and it, it was my last game as far as that was our last game of the season. Yeah. And we lost, and I'm frustrated. I'm like, I, you make me go through a whole year with this like that, franchise, didn't work out a deal. Um which was crazy, and I thought that's the business part of it. Right. I think that's business where you, you, they franchise Carlos Dansby two years in a row. They use that for their, their own purposes. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to get down and dirty with Deborah. Uh, I'm hearing that's, that voice change again. <laughs> the only thing I didn't add was some cursing words, and I'm about to do that too. I'm about to get kicked off the air. That's what I'm doing. Get a couple cursing words. And we'll be back. we down and dirty with Deborah in the near future. Flagship station for sports. 
America Sports. Lockdown coverage. Lockdown. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. Listen to Sports Talk at the Positive Pub every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Gil Tyree talks to sports newsmakers, playmakers, and story breakers. You, the hardcore, interactive, and novice fan, can join the show via your phone calls and emails. Sample what's good, right, and positive about the world of sports every week. Begin your week in a positive way with Sports Talk from the Positive Pub. Be here every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. What y'all doing? Y'all okay? Y'all want us to leave? Hey, welcome back to the Formula Sports Talk. We are live here in Arizona. Uh, we got Marte Jenkins in the studio. We, uh, yeah, we we across the board. We got a lot of things we want to talk about. Pretty sure we won't get to them, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> this is fun while we while we're at it, and we going we're gonna get down and dirty with Deborah. Deborah fresh off the senior bowl too, so uh, we're gonna talk about a little. I don't know, Deborah. You down got in stuff. Mobile, Mobile, Alabama. Mobile, Alabama. That's what a strange fruit down there. Take a- <laughs> strange fruit indeed. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Let's get down and do it. All right. I want to talk about the Super Bowl. Believe it or not, there is a Super Bowl coming up. And as a fan who cares not only about the game, as an elite performance coach, I care just as much, if not more, about the individuals. And the fact that we've got human beings that are going on this field, that as a man going out to play, um, not that long ago, they were little boys. They were little boys running around with, you know, these oversized jerseys on. They're probably dragging on the floor. They were so big. Posters on the wall and dreaming about the possibility of someday, someday they were going to be in the game, the big game. And I just want to remind the guys that, you know, this week when you're there, you've got a job to do. You've got a job and you've got a dream and you want them both, but you've got to focus on doing the job first in order to make the dream a reality. And there's going to be a lot of shiny objects out there, including, you know, the parties you're going to be invited to, the media's in your face, you got the, you know, the fans and the fanatics, families making demands, relatives you never knew you had coming out of the woodwork asking for things. Um, expectations are high, but so are your obligations. So I want to make sure that you don't blow it, that you don't have distractions and excuses, and instead you can focus on what you really need to do to make this happen. And one of the things, um, five of the things I want to mention is get back to being focused. And the way you can do that is make sure that no later than Thursday that you start getting right back into your routine again. The mind, your mind, loves routines. It wants to be comfortable with where you are and what's going on. And by getting back and repeating the routines that got you there, um, it's going to be comfortable and it's going to be easier for you to go out and do what you do best. 
The second thing is remind yourself of how great you are. Don't get stuck on, you, you know what? Yeah, I know you do, dude. In fact, you text me all the time. Did, did you know how great I am? Um, <laughs> um, but to make sure that you don't get distracted by things or obsessing over the game, just remember and imagine. Again, we go back to imagine with emotion. Bring in those successful plays that you've had in the past. Remember exactly and specifically what it was that you were able to do so you can focus on what you know is possible for you, not the what-ifs. The third thing is you've got a great trigger, and the trigger is when you're going through the tunnel out on the field, instead of doing the, holy crap, I can't believe I'm here, really take in the... Um, the fact that, yes, you are there, but stay in the attitude of gratitude and appreciation. It is a scientific fact that when our brain and our emotions are in the um, gratitude, thankfulness, those type of emotions, just the joy of being there, that your mind becomes much more clear, your body is more relaxed, you're more flexible, you're more able to do what you need to do. The fourth thing is breathe. I don't care how excited you are. I don't care if you're in the middle of the most important play of your entire lifetime. You can still breathe. You need to breathe, not those short, shallow breaths, because those tell your body and your mind that you're in distress. And when you're in distress, your body is going to go into fight or flight. Your mind clogs up. Your um, body starts to tense up. And the plays that you did so well in practice aren't going to happen. Um, the fifth thing is you're going to get frustrated and upset, more than likely sometime throughout the game. As we've talked, this is a great way to cleanse your emotions is to go play football because it's going to bring every emotion that you've got up and out. The real test is how you're going to get focused again. And the one thing that I would say is when you, t when you know that you're frustrated and upset, to have that awareness, one of the questions you can ask yourself or a variation of this is what specifically and exactly can I do right now to make this next play the best place that I've, play that I've ever made? The mind is a, um, a problem-solving machine. When you ask it the right questions, it'll give you the right answers so that you can go out there and win. And as a fan... And as someone who cares about the players that are out there, I want to see your dreams come true. And I, you know what? Good stuff, Deborah. That's, that is good because when you're dreaming, you do dream. I think every guy that dreams about football or making plays and stuff like that, the Super Bowl is all. The Super Bowl is always the end result. So you there. Uh, one of the things you do is have fun, if, especially as a kid. You played this game growing up. Um, I, I think Marte didn't play till he got to high school, I think it was, when he started playing football. But he was always always quick and fast, so he was more tracking than anything. But you dream about that stuff. The end result is football, and it's fun. But as soon as you get to the league and it's business, you got to realize it's business. Right. you got to be able to trigger yourself and, and change. One of the things we're saying about Westbrook, three years in the league, you got to – Hey, that's your job. That's your right. job description. Now in this business, I, I didn't realize it was business until the, uh, the Cardinals let Larry Sinners go. I thought he was our best offensive player. Mm -hmm. Not because he made a play, because of what he did in that huddle and what he does in the locker room. Keeps everybody loose, have fun, go out in the field. He thinks and, uh, Larry might not touch the ball all game, mm -hmm. but he is a distraction to the defense because a guy plays hard whenever he's on the field. Um, but remind yourself, go out there and enjoy yourself when you get to the Super Bowl. And a lot of guys are not going to do it. They're going because they're going to be so stressed about I want to win the Super Bowl. But you got there for a reason. You got right. there because you are good enough. You are the best two teams at the end of the year. Right. You are the best two teams. So go out there and have fun. Remind yourself, this is what I've been doing all year. This is what I've grown up. These are my dreams. This might have been one of my goals. Go out there and have fun. Enjoy the atmosphere. Go out there and suck it in. I know a lot of times when we were rookies. Uh, when I came in, my first game was in Dallas. You know, the veterans 
we playing in Dallas, Texas. I'm like, I'm looking around because I grew up as a Dallas fan. I'm looking around. I'm like, okay, this is the stadium I always saw as a kid. The veterans tapped me on the shoulder, say you can get autographs later. It's time That's to play right. ball. We focus. Right. There'll be parties. <laughs> yeah. There'll be a lot of parties yeah. after the game too. So and focus I, and, on the game. And I snapped right back to it. I said, mm-hmm. well, I said, and and after that, I said, okay, this is it. Well, I've seen it all. Now it's time to work. But it took somebody right. to refocus me. Um, the atmosphere, you got to take it all in. You got dreams. You got goals. Take it all in. Have fun. Take those breaths. Uh, don't put your body in retreat mode when you're taking those quick breaths because you could. You can actually burn yourself out oh, yeah. by getting over-exaggerated or taking those quick right. breaths for a long time. Right. You don't uh, have the resilience for the end of the game when you need it. Then yeah. refocus, like you mm-hmm. said. Refocus and uh, get ready to play football. Get right. Refocus and get ready to have fun. Don't change anything. If you had two crown and coats tonight for the game, have two crown and coats tonight for the game. That's, that's what you do. You go out there and play <laughs> ball. You, 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 Whatever you do, don't change your routine up and go have And the fun. game is played moment to moment. Yeah. So no matter what the last moment was, it doesn't matter. That moment's over and done. So get yourself refocused on the next moment that you do have control over and, and play it. And they can run the same play three times in a row, but every play is different. Right. It's different. It's a different mindset to it, how you approach it. Do what you did to get there. You right. know, and I think... That's what that's what the problem with most people do. They try to train the routine because it's such a big game. They want right. to change the routine. Do it. Do what you did to get there. Right. Don't go out there and change your routine. If you went out there with your headphones before the game, go out there with your headphones right. before the game. You know, do right. your routine. So I say the mind loves routines, and the mind is looking for that routine because that's yeah. what gives it comfort. It's muscle memory. To know, yeah, exactly. To know that it can uh, repeat what it's been doing. And lucky for both these teams, they have quarterbacks that will not let you yeah. get out of your mental state. You know, yeah. these two guys, that's the beauty of having a Tom Brady. Like, that's probably his most, um, the most beautiful thing about him is that he's his mental toughness, and he keeps everybody in the game. He's headbutting his offensive lineman for for, uh, for blocking on a big run play. He's he's in the game more than anybody, and he has every excuse in the world to not be. Because he already has his, he already has his rings. He already has, he already proved himself. Well, but no, he wants more enough. and more and more, right? It's yeah, never enough. He's proven himself that maybe that was his goal. I want to win. I want to play in the Super Bowl. I want to win the Super Bowl. His dream was to do all that. But if he wins another Super Bowl, he can be the, arguably the, the greatest quarterback ever. Uh-huh. It's always the competitive nature. Yeah. Of, if I can do that, what else can I do? Yeah, and, and also I'm more impressed with the. Um, with uh, Eli Manning. Eli Manning is not really, he's just a <laughs> yeah, home guy. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah I'm impressed I'm with this with guy. You. He plays in New York. Nothing phases him. Right. He got that same dumb painting man look on his face. Uh, he's that, just a kid out there yeah. having fun. Yeah. And he, but he makes plays. You bet he I'm, does. Keep him around to, in the fourth quarter. He's going to win a football game for you, possibly. I, I'm more impressed with Tom Brady getting the Super Bowl. Again? Uh, yeah. Why? Because you don't have Victor Cruz. You don't have uh, Hakeem Nix. You don't have the receivers. Tom you Brady? Have, West yeah. Walker's the, probably the yeah. top five no, receiver in the game. He had, he he had, had the well, most receptions of the year. Jenikowski yeah, got the of, most touchdowns out of the co- tight ends yeah. this year. I mean, he got weapons. He had 122 receiving yards. I mean, 122 receptions for 1,500 yards. That's like 11 yards of reception. Who, uh, so he's Cruz? catching the ball. That's a no, first down. No, no, no. That's a first down. He's a bunch of those. But most of them are him catching the ball, you know, like little slants, little. Who are we talking about? Wes Walker. Oh, okay. It's not That's Victor Cruz. He, the, Tom Brady has no deep threats. You watch Eli um, Manning's helped by his deep threats. That's his offense. I don't. I don't have. To, you, you know, think Tom Brady's got the best long ball maybe ever. 
The only deep threat of Tom, no, I got Randy Moss. The only deep threat he has when he had Randy Moss, and he just throw it up there. Drop the ball. I'm saying this year. I'm no, saying no. this year. I can't believe he made it to the Super Bowl this year with that receiving core. I Ron can't Kowski, believe, he, I, believe I would you. say I can't believe he made it to the Super Bowl with that defense. Okay, you could say that, that too. That offense is deadly. <laughs> that offense is like, I, 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 you know I'm coming out there and I'm throwing slants and I'm throwing it to my tight end. You know my tight end will get t- possibly 10 balls. You know I'm targeting Wes Walker. I'm yeah. targeting that guy, and it's not. It's going to be a slant. It's going to be ended around. Remember in college, this guy was the best uh, returner in the game in the history of college. He was the best returner by all the records. Now he might have had many times to do that because when we got to the league, Marte was had the more kickoff returns in the league. But he was the best. So I, you know, I'm giving him the ball because he's a playmaker. Once he get the ball, you trust him. You know, I'm not going downfield. If I go downfield with anybody, it's uh, and here's downfield for the uh, Patriots, in my opinion. I'm on a 40. I'm on their 40 yard line. Now I'm taking a shot at the end zone with Dion Branch. That's it. I, I don't have anybody. Yeah, to go exactly. That's what I'm saying. But you, that was that's, that's been my point. But teams know that's their offense all year, and they haven't stopped it. Eli Manning's numbers are ballooned because of Victor Cruz. How many that's games? All, that's all I'm saying about this year. Tom Brady's worked for you watch the San Fran. Yards. You watched the San Fran game. Of course. Victor Cruz was running slants and, and cross routes like seven. Yeah, yards because they changed it up because they were they were. Victor Cruz is the X factor in the Super Bowl. He will be the X factor in the Super Bowl. I think he's so much more important than Wes Walker. Victor Cruz is so much more important when so he's on Eli. the field. Just in general, he's the most important receiver in the Super Bowl because he will stretch defenses and already banged up horrible defense. He can just run down the field every time and just open up the whole middle of the field. But Eli gonna have he gonna need time to get that guy downfield. <laughs> yeah. But it's gonna take time. Everything's timed up. Victor Cruz. I'm not taking anything away from Victor Cruz. Now he's good. He's been good all year. Mm-hmm. Just like the Patriots' offense has been the same all year. I know Victor Cruz is good. So if I if there's a situation down in distance, there's a tendency they like to use and go to him. My defense is according to that. You're going to plan, plan for it. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not coming to the Super Bowl without a game plan. Mm-hmm. Victor Cruz is the guy, but then you got Hakeem Nix. Then you got uh, Manningham, Manningham yeah. who caught one ball last week, and it was for a touchdown yeah. two weeks ago. Yeah. It was for a touchdown. Yeah. So all Victor Cruz routes the, the other day, I mean last week against the San Fran game, was slant routes. But he still had 130 yards receiving in the first half. If I throw you the slant 10 times, I give you the ball. If I target you 12 to 15 times, you caught 10, I, I'm expecting you to have 100 yards or more. And at least probably two touchdowns. Yeah. I'm targeting you. I'm making you that guy. He's that guy, and he stood up to the test. I'm not saying he's not good. I'm just saying that the Patriots' offense has been what it is. Sure. And, in fact, I like the, the Giants' defense. So whatever Tom Brady does, he's going to have to get rid of the ball quick. That's going to eliminate what Giants do defensively with that, that those four guys up front. Other than Rocky, um, what's the uh, Rocky, uh, the nose tackle for the Giants? The other guys are defensive ends. Yeah, Wes Wilker did have the longest reception in uh, NFL history this year. Uh, <laughs> no, 99 yards, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah so did Victor Cruz. He had a 99 right. yarder also. Yeah. yeah. So, so now, go. okay. Let's <laughs> no, I, was gonna, I, knew, I knew that was going to come up, too. Well, I knew that was going to come well, up, okay. too. Okay, now, let's take, we won't take a break, but let's scratch. That, then we can just uh, scratch those two guys out and play the game. Now, who has the better tight end? Hey, this is Cormac Sports Talk. Alex looked like he wanted to say something. We'll take a quick break and we come down to the last I want to say something. I want to say something. Get it in. Uh, Peyton Manning will be Eli Manning's best friend this week because he knows the uh, Patriot offense. Patriot offense is even better than anybody. He said he wasn't talking. Go on the broad break, Mo. He said he wasn't talking. Here. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
Spin It with Chuck Foreman has a spin on so much that's going on. It will be hard to fit it all into the promo. We'll talk about the weekend games, what to look forward to, hot topics in the news, Spin It Old School, which gives a back-in-the-day approach from Chuck, a no-spin zone where Chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same. Chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news, happenings, and more. It's football, news, and happenings. Tune in for Spin It with Chuck Foreman, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. This is my mind. We got covered. Welcome back to the Quarterback Sports Talk. We are live. This is the last segment. We're going to get it in real quick because uh, we, we still talking off the air about this Brady and Eli. Hey, they, get up, they have to play the game, so it, 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 I'm sure, well, I'm actually hoping it'll be a good game. Yeah, hopefully it's gonna be a good game. So I gotta. That's all you can ask for. Yeah, yeah. and Super Bowl, you don't want I, to I, I was just more, and, it, right. and it, yeah. it all started off. I would say I'm just impressed with uh, Eli playing in New York. With that, he had he's not a New York guy, but he goes out there and nothing phases him. Right. So uh, I'm impressed with that. I'm impressed more with the Patriots that they don't have a defense. Yeah. They got one good. Cor- well, he's a corner. They got one good corner over there, and obviously you have to put him on Victor Cruz and just see what happens with that matchup. Yeah, I um, I watched uh, I watched a little of the tape back. Like I, I found it somewhere the game they played before with the Giants won. New England scored with three minutes or uh, Giants scored with three minutes left to take the lead. New England scored with a minute and a half left to take the lead, and then Eli Manning Eli comes back. Down. Even yeah. though it was uh, it was a uh, pass interference on the one, but he he threw it was a uh, third and fifteen or something. He threw a forty yard pass to Jake Ballard that set up the uh, pass interference. So that game was won three times I in the last three minutes with these two quarterbacks. With the pass interference, I don't I don't like that rule. I don't like that. It should be fifteen yards. It should be fifteen like yards. Yeah, like yeah, I don't believe I can be on a 40-yard line, throw a Hail Mary like uh, Mark Sanchez does in New York, uh-huh. and get a pass and finish the ball is on a one-yard line. What about like half the distance to the goal? If it's like from the goal line, from a 50-yard line, instead of getting that 50-yard penalty, it's give a, 25. Do I something think it should so be it's not 15 yards. 15 just yards, like no matter what. No yeah. matter what, just man, like college. And 15 yards on the first down, man, play the game. You grown man, professional, mm-hmm. you should be able to play the game. You shouldn't be a – if anything – Collegiate guys should get that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't be no penalty in the NFL that's going to give you 50 yards. Yeah. Right. You didn't, you know, that's... You didn't earn it. Yeah, you didn't earn it. What would keep cornerbacks from just taking out receivers down, down... If they're getting beat, just kick them, trip them, 15 yards? The same thing to keep guys who... Uh, you got to penalize reaching, them more than that. The same... they telling um, defensive linemen to stop reaching for legs. If you're on the ground and the quarterback's still in the pocket, you can't crawl to him to try to make a tackle. That's a flag. That's a stupid penalty. Mm-hmm. It's a Tom Brady rule. Because that's how he got hurt, and now we want our stars in the game. So you can't make a tackle now. 
on the ground. This can't, is football. Can't change the game over one person, one play. Uh, one and they do yeah. like it's ridiculous. Yeah, well, the Carson Palmer thing too, right? When he when he got his uh, ACL blown out in the playoffs against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh yeah, he not, not, that was sense. the thing about not being able to go low. But right. Tom Brady, it's Tom Brady, so they made the Tom Brady rule. Right, and it's a Tom Brady rule. It could have been a Carson Palmer rule, really. Yeah. But Tom Brady he was never rule. the same again. All they right, could, they could have had the Joe Montana, you know, ruled years ago. I mean, you know, all those greats yeah. back in the day, the same thing happened, you know. Marte. They played hardcore. Dude. What you got going yeah. on? What I have going on we know, right Ted, now. Give me a little uh, history on the standout sports and, um, you know, what we need to do. Well, the history of the standout sports is just, you know, really giving giving back to to the youth, you know, a- athletically, you know, it's, um, everything that I learned collegially, professionally, I just try to give back to the to the kids and teach them how to run properly. Uh, I get so many parents say, "Oh, my son is fast," and then you <laughs> see him run, and they're like heads going everywhere. They waste so much motion. So you know, really teaching the kid how to run properly, how to change direction, how to have good balance. Um, and I think, like you know, I, I think it's all muscle memory. I think you can teach a kid at seven years old how to do the things, the same drills that we do in the NFL. It's all just, you know, really having them learn their own balance because most kids, you push them and you like, why didn't you brace yourself when you fail? They just don't know their own body weight. So getting a kid to understand their own body weight and, and be able to just become better athletes is what I do. Yeah, I think um, I think it's one of the things. When you go do some camps and stuff like that, I think guys are doing a disservice. A whomever's putting on a camp to kids when you bring them out there, and all you do is drills. You never teach them skill-specific. You never teach them how to run like right. standout sports do over there with Marte. You never teach them, you know, how to – in football, you have to learn how to get tackled. You have right. to learn how to hit. <laughs> guys don't hit properly, and a lot of times we see – sometimes we see guys with neck injuries before they even yeah. get hurt. And the football – the NFL does such a terrible job with uh, – you know, exploiting these uh, high school kids because I know some high school. I don't know them, but I hear a lot of stories. These high school kids are on these cycles and trying to get bigger and stronger. All you gotta do is lift. If you can lift your body weight ten times, you're strong enough. If you can lift your body weight five times, you're strong enough uh, to play in the league. You just gotta be smart, smart enough. Yeah. Uh, a lot well, of guys last longer when they're smart. I think a, a lot of um, guys are losing the fundamentals. Of, of sports, period. Too many hitting. I think everything is going on in sports is um, athletic ability. Mm-hmm. And I tell kids all the time, athletic ability is only going to take you so far because you get a guy that's the same, have the same athletic ability, but has the fundamentals, he's going to go further than you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's just, a, it's a given. So I think coaches, you know, even down to Pop Warner, coaches are more about wins and losses, about developing these kids to to play. At the next level, which is the high school level, so you get a kid to say, "I played quarterback, or I played I played offensive line for five years, but all he did is run." So you get him in the game, and he don't know how to pass block. He's flat on his back because you're not developing these kids to be total athletes instead of just you know wins and losses. So. And, and you know, standout sports is uh, helping me with my uh, childhood obesity program. Yes, sir. Getting kids in shape. That's right. Which is I got to change the dates. Uh, it's a lot of dates up here that we talk about, um, but I got a program requirements, program details, program needs. Um, I have some, a lot of health, healthy people as far as food, nutrition people uh, that would be coming through to help out uh, trainers, nutritionists, uh, diets, dietitians, um, try to get grocery sponsors and all that stuff. And, and uh, Marte and Standout Sports will help us get these guys in some type of shape because uh, it'll be on the website. It's a lot of jumpstart programs, uh, skate land fun nights, but mm-hmm. more of cooking classes. Mm-hmm. There'll be two cooking classes. There'll be a a uh, fiesta field day, 
measurements we've done twice, measurements and fit tests. And then we have a, you know, at the end we have a little celebration just to get these kids a childhood obesity. They think once you get... Once you get that overweight or just lazy, and I think a lot of these video games does that. Um, <laughs> Texting video games, yeah. computers. But once you get lazy and do that, <laughs> you develop diabetes, and they think that's the end of it. Diabetes is what, uh, not taking care of yourself. I won't say you're lucky just to have diabetes, because from diabetes you can get cancer, blindness, uh, a lot of a lot of other Legs things. Cut off. Legs cut yeah. yeah. You can yeah. lose a limb. But now, okay, you're dealing with the situation you have that you probably put yourself in, but nobody ever showed you for the most part. Because this is a new world. When we grew up, we was outside playing. Now these kids are out there. Um, they, I speak for even my kids, sit in the house and play video games. I just want to take it and slam it down in their face. But I, you know, I cater to right. buying them that stupid game. <laughs> and well, the, well, the thing about it is, you know, when I was a kid, my mom made me go outside. Yeah. It was we didn't have we had Atari and ColecoVision and stuff like that. And television. But, and yeah, you stuff. know, but you were outside. <laughs> Black and white. You were outside, yeah. but they had reset. They're, Pong, taking, they're yeah. taking recess out of elementary. They're taking gym class out of high right. schools. When where the, are the kids supposed to get that 60 minutes a day or that 30, 40 minutes a day right. of uh, exercise? And they're taking it out. One so year plus, a day. Plus the reality, it goes to a lot of it's emotional as well. I mean, I do, when I deal with my veterans, I mean, the guy's 315 pounds, wants to get to 295. He said, I can get to 295. I just can't stay there. It's because it's an emotional thing. I've been diagnosed type 2 diabetic many, many years ago, and I told the doctor, Thanks for the information, but I don't buy into it. Yeah. I lost like 70 pounds and took up, took myself off all medications. Not that I'm recommending that. You do what your doctor tells you to do. I try to but do But there's a lot of ways other than, I, I agree with absolutely losing the weight, absolutely getting the exercise, but look at the emotional aspect of it too because otherwise it goes right back on again. All right, uh, three real quick things. Uh, one, just because you have a certain weight on it doesn't mean you're not healthy. Mm -hmm. Exactly, right. but just get some type of conditioning, some type of uh, regimen about yourself. Uh, well, we would look, we would like to see, make you feel better. Well, what makes up the weight too? Yeah. Is it body fat or is it muscle? Right, mm -hmm. and because yeah, that's the one thing. And Deborah, you're gonna have to be part of the mental program when we talk to these kids. Marte, um, I had two things. I forgot my. Uh, I had too many concussions. Look, we got the. Uh, <laughs> We got a bowling event, June sixteenth. June sixteenth, come out. Uh, we we doing uh, standout sports is in conjunction with the Kwame Lasseter Foundation, the Tackle Foundation. Um, it's it's definitely for a good cause, you know. Yeah. Uh, Kwame's foundation is doing a lot, a lot of big things, a lot of good things for the community. Uh, we we're partnering up. We've been friends for years. Now, and I can so. really say friends without making <laughs> yeah. a face. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, we got uh, we got thirty seconds to break. I appreciate Monte coming in. Always Thank appreciate you, you guys. Absolutely good to have Alexa, you. Alexa, Deborah, Cindy's Ooh. been here like a regular. She must be, she must like us. Thanks for the coffee, Cindy. By she the way, she likes the energy. Yeah, ready but for you, baseball next week, Cindy. And we got oh, we got baseball next week. Well, according to her, oh, oh, you getting on there? Nineteen days. That's right. <laughs> On All the right. Kwame Lasseter the Sports Talk Show, we're going we to talk about what else. <laughs> Cindy's getting her own show. <laughs> hey, Monk, appreciate it, Monk. Uh, thanks, everybody involved. Hey, we'll see you guys next week. Hey, thanks for having me. for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.